Hello and welcome to I Don't Know What I'm Talking About. I'm a f***ing idiot. Doesn't it feel lovely to just be really nice to yourself on a podcast that promotes prioritizing your mental health? What's the how's the best way to start it is by self-deprecating and referring to yourself as a idiot. Let me explain to you why I have been uh, an absolute moron. So, something you might have noticed is that. Over the past few episodes, the audio on this podcast has not been uh, as palatable to the ears as as it as it maybe has been before or or will be in future. Um, I mean, I do eventually hope that it will it, it'll it'll become even better because I'll I'll be able to afford a, a proper studio and proper recording equipment. At the minute, I'm just in a quite an echoey office with a semi-expensive microphone that makes me sound okay but when you don't know how to use that microphone that's when shit goes wrong so i recorded episodes 22 and 23 more or less back to back they were the day after each other one on a friday one on a saturday and before i had recorded episode 23 i hadn't listened back to episode 22 so i didn't know the audio was shit until i then started editing both of them. The audio was awful, and I hadn't realised what I was doing, and I explained in uh, the last episode, 25, that I thought it was because I had the microphone facing the wrong way. Turns out that wasn't the case at all. And then obviously, in between that, I had uh, a guest episode, which was recorded years ago, and just sort of stitched together with some bits at the start and the end to sort of explain the situation. That all sounded okay, because by then I had realised what the actual issue was. So I recorded episode 22-23 without realising it was shit, thought to myself, oh god, I feel like I know what the issue is now, I've got the microphone the wrong way. Recorded episode 25, making sure the microphone was facing the right way, not realising the audio was still shocking, what is going on? And then after I recorded episode 25, I then put episode 24 together with the start and end bit. But by the time I'd put 24 together and recorded those end bits, that's when I realized what the actual issue was. And what the actual issue was, was that I had disconnected my microphone from my laptop. So when I was recording into the laptop... I thought my voice was going through the microphone. It was actually just going directly into the laptop from the little crappy microphone that they have on the side or whatever it is. And that's why the sound was so bad. But because I hadn't realized that, I just hadn't even considered that I would have been neglectful enough to have not realized that that wasn't, that, you know, that that was the issue. So it's all going to seem very higgledy-piggledy. So episode 22 is shit sound. Episode 23 is shit sound. Episode 24, the guest episode, has a really good beginning and ending. And I think also in episode 23 is where I recorded the 
coffee drink separately. So randomly in the middle of episode 23, which is all shit, you just have one good little bit of audio for the coffee bit. People are probably very confused at this point as to the uh, the sort of downward spiral that this podcast seems to have been going on. However, I will say, if you are listening to this, from here on out, the audio will be a hundred times better. I will always make sure everything is connected, everything's facing the right way, and you don't have to you don't have to worry about that audio being so shit. I know it was very jarring to listen to. Believe me, I know. I have to listen to these episodes back when I'm editing them, and I will uh, and I will go over little bits, and I'll stop, and I'll pause, and I'll go back, and then I'll trim off a tiny little bit and then I have to go back again sometimes I'm listening to the same part like six or seven times just to make sure that the cuts all sound okay and even then it doesn't always go perfectly there's a bit where I say like I'll get to the end of a sentence and then I'll breathe uh <laughs> but if I cut that bit you just hear the breath and then it cuts early I mean I don't know why I'm talking about this I'm literally just rambling now anyway it's Friday how's your week how's it going I believe this episode's going out on the 15th of December. Ten days till Christmas by the time this goes out. Has everyone got their Christmas presents? Everyone done the shopping? Everyone done the buying? I haven't. I uh, still got quite a, quite a bit to get. I So I um, <laughs> I decided to buy Heather a... Well, I'm not going to say it on here because we're... Well, I'll explain. So I decided to buy Heather a present. And Heather has this really annoying habit of buying herself something, giving it to me and saying, wrap that up and give it me on Christmas Day. So she doesn't really give me the opportunity to buy her things that are like a surprise. One Christmas, this is awful, by the way. um, One Christmas, she bought herself a dressing gown, big, fluffy, nice, warm dressing gown, gave it to me and said, give me the money for this wrap it and give me on christmas day lovely christmas eve comes around i decide i'm gonna do all the wrapping on christmas eve it's like 10 p.m christmas eve i was like heath i'm going upstairs don't come up do a bit of wrapping i'll see you in a bit two hours later i come waltzing down the stairs um heath i'm having real trouble wrapping this uh this dressing gown could could you could you do it for me please and so Heather, <laughs> one Christmas, bought and wrapped her own present before reopening it again less than 12 hours later. But anyway, so this is the story. This is where we're going. Um, I So I bought her, well, this a couple of months ago, she said she really wanted this one thing. And it was on offer at Lidl, of all places. And she was like... It's going on sale at Lidl on this one date. And apparently they're going to fly off the shelves, so we need to go and get them. Okay, we went to Lidl that morning, like 11 a.m., and they'd gone. They'd sold out. Sorry, we're not getting any more. Brilliant. So Heather's like, oh, for God's sake. So me, in my, you know, um, happy-go-lucky mind, I'm like, but this is good. Because Heather now doesn't have that one thing that she wanted, But what I can do as a wonderful, loving husband is secretly go online and find one, buy it, 
wrap it, she opens it on Christmas Day. Lo and behold, she's got one, even though she didn't think she'd be able to get one from Lidl. Amazing. So I went online, found one, had it delivered. It was from Amazon, so I got it to the Amazon Hub Locker. And I shit you not, I drove home, was driving home from work, drove past the Amazon Hub Locker, picked it up, arrived at the house, Heather was away for the night, and I come in, and there's a parcel in the hallway, and it's the exact same thing that I had bought for Heather, but she'd bought it for herself and not told me. And obviously I couldn't tell her because it was all going to be this big surprise. Then, (laughs) it gets weirder, so she'd ordered two, one for herself and one for her mum. She showed me the order confirmation. She was like, I'm not going crazy, am I? Look at this order confirmation. I've bought two, haven't I? Yep, it says one grey one and one silver one. Yep, you've ordered two. They've sent her three. So now we have, in our house, when there was only ever supposed to be one, we have the two that Heather bought for herself and her mum, the one that I bought for Heather secretly, and then this spare. So now... It turns out what's going to happen is Heather's going to have one, her mum's going to have one, we're going to give one to my sister, and I'm going to have one. And after Christmas Day, I'll let you know exactly what it was, just in case my sister or Heather's mum listens to this. But me and Heather are both fully aware of what they are. (sighs) Way to ramble our way into an episode. Oh, also, update from the last episode. Um because I got caught on my telephone in in the car by the police officer, very kindly, instead of giving me three points and a £100 fine, gave me the course. So I'm taking a course. Yay! Um, That was very nice of him. Thank you so much. And also, ju- let's just, just to reiterate, never, ever, ever touch your phone while you're driving. Thank you. Let's spin the wheel. Oh my god, this is the <laughs> I could have saved this I could have saved that story about the Christmas presents just now for this uh, for this topic. The topic is shipping. Shipping. Right. Okay. Because obviously what I I could have said about how Heather ordered the, these two things and they've they shipped out three of them. Um shipping. I think there's a lot that I could say about shipping, but the problem is it's it's so boring. How do you make it podcastable? If that's a word. You know, I I work I work in stores. I work for a company that makes ice cream vans and uh, we, you know, I I we have customers who buy things from us and we box them up and ship them out. But then also shipping could it's like that is that is shipping. Shipping is sending something, but also shipping is I guess being on a ship. Is that right? I've never been on a ship. I'd always I've always loved to do a cruise because um well there's no real reason. Um my my grandma and granddad always used to do cruise ships. Um when my granddad was alive, they'd go ev- literally every single year they'd go on a, a a cruise around the world. I was actually talking to my grandma about this the other day. We were talking about all the sort of traveling she's done over the years, the different cruises she's done. And she actually went to the, I think it's in, is it Norway or Finland? And it's called the Land of the Midnight Sun. And it's basically 
obviously because the Earth is a globe, just so that we are all on the same page, the Earth is a globe. That's just a little PSA for any flat earthers out there. So because the Earth is a globe, um, there there comes a point when obviously the Earth is orbiting the sun. There is a, a period of time during the year where the sun sets for a second or two and then comes back up again. So there's it's it's like it's never like it's like the sun doesn't go down for like half of the year. But then obviously for the other half of the year, it's just darkness, which isn't ideal. But, you know, some people live like that. And maybe some people that listen to this podcast live like that. Let me know if you do. Don't know what pod at don't know what pod at gmail dot com. I've got listeners all around the world. Maybe you live in an area where the sun doesn't set for months on end. What was I talking about? Shipping. Oh yeah. So my so my grandma and granddad went to what they did is this they 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 pulled the ship out because they were on a cruise ship. They pulled the ship out, obviously, into like literally the center of the ocean, so you could literally see as far as you could possibly see was the horizon of the of the of the 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 earth, the sea, and the sun would literally just dip below the horizon and then start coming back up again. I've never seen it. I do hope to one day, but it's just the idea, the whole just the whole idea of it completely baffles me. I still find, and I was thinking this the other night. It 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 sounds very small-minded on me. I'm a 30-year-old man. I still find the moon mind-blowing. Just my like, it's just it's just there, isn't it? Like, obviously, we know that obviously all the other planets are there: Mercury, Mars, you know, Uranus and shit. They're all there, but when you see them in the sky, they are a literal star to us because they're so far away. You can't literally can't see them other than just this like a like a shining star but the moon is close enough that we can see the the shape of it the majesty of it the 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 you can literally see the craters and i i find myself sometimes and the moon in these past couple of weeks has been quite quite large and quite bright and i found myself driving either to or from work and just looking at the moon and being like it's just beautiful isn't it it's just gorgeous. Um, what what's it called when you love is like lunophile, when you just love the moon. Maybe I'm a lunophile. Wait, does file mean sexually attracted? I just really love the moon. There's nothing there, sort of ambiguous or rude. I just really love the moon. It's really lovely. So shipping. There was a big um, thing because uh, a few years ago they were shipping a load of um, sort of luxury cars. Some were Bentleys, some were Jaguars, Land Rovers, Aston Martins, stuff like that. They were shipping them all around the world. And this one uh, shipping container, this, well, this, what do they call them? A ship. It's a ship. But they call them something. A cruiser? Uh, no, uh, liner? Anyway, a big boat with cars on them, um, hit a storm or something or a wave or something bad happened and a lot of cars got lost in the ocean and people started making, uh, plans 
I suppose, I don't know if plans is the right word, but people started making Facebook groups. You know when it was like Storm Area 51, they can't stop us all kind of thing. Um, which, by the way, they can. They absolutely can. They can stop us all. Um, when this shipping container um, lost all these cars in the ocean, someone I think someone made literally a Facebook group that was like, who wants to come with me to the ocean to claim our free Bentley or claim our free BMW? Which, by the way, is not legal. And also, what are you doing with a Bentley that's been at the bottom of the ocean? Because guess what, pal? That's not going to work. All you will have is a rusted, fishy-smelling Bentley sitting on your driveway, not doing anything, just looking awful, stinking out your garden. So as a recommendation, if and when cars or any kind of expensive items disappear into the ocean, legally... It's not just up for grabs. It still belongs to the manufacturer or, you know, the person who had legally bought that car in the first place or whatever. And how are you getting... How would you possibly get that back? You'd probably have to pay more for the transport to get you out there to then retrieve the car from the ocean. I mean, that's scuba equipment, craning equipment, a a ship. like your own ship you'd have to be paying out more money than the car itself would have cost brand new and undamaged there's another completely unnecessary rant because realistically when that person made that facebook group they weren't being serious they just it was clickbait but sean likes to get on his high horse always i heard um i heard this from i think it was heather Heather, my wife, had a delivery from a delivery driver. Just going back to shipping, as in shipping boxes and stuff. Um, there was this one delivery driver who d- he like delivered this thing for us, and it was it, obviously it's quite a common practice now, but at the time it wasn't. And he delivered this thing, and Heather went to the door and collected it. And was like, "Oh, thanks very much." Yeah. And he was like, "Oh, just before you close the door, can I just take a picture of you with the box?" And she was like, "Yeah, sure." Like, but why do you have to do this? And he was like. Well, basically, this woman, like, he'd knocked on the door, and it was him that was telling us, like, it had happened to him, and I felt so bad for the guy. He had taken a parcel to this person's house, knocked on the door, the woman sort of comes to a bedroom window in a dressing gown and goes, oh, just leave it by the door, I'll be down in a second to come and get it, and he was like, okay, no problem, leaves it there goes off on his merry way and then the woman complained to the company that it hadn't been delivered but he had obviously put in the system that he had delivered it and so the company then thought he was a liar and had to replace that and i think he said it wasn't it wasn't like a cheap thing it was quite an expensive thing and it had to come out of his wages to pay for a replacement of this thing that this woman had just like flippantly gone, yep, just leave it there, that's fine. And so that's, uh, I, I suppose it wasn't It wasn't just him that it happened to, it would have happened to like, it would have had to have happened to a lot of people for it to become such a common practice, because it is a common practice now, they take they take a picture of, you know, where it's been left. Um, But yeah, I thought that, that's a proper pricky move, isn't it? 
to say, yeah, just leave it there. I'll be down in a second. And then tell the company it wasn't delivered just to get a bit of a freebie. What a dick. Felt very bad for the guy. Not much more on shipping I think I can give you there. Don't know how much I actually did give you on shipping. Not a lot. It was mostly luxury cars and land of the midnight sun. Dickhead delivery customers. Next topic. Buzzing for this one. The topic is board games. Games came up, obviously, when Heather and I did 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 our guest episode. Games came up, and we were talking a little bit about board games. So I don't know how to go about talking about this that isn't too similar to the last time we spoke. Now, board games. We actually had a games night last night. You know Ben, who was on the podcast as the first guest? It's his birthday this week. Uh, what date does this episode go out? The 15th of December. And I am recording this on the 9th. Ben's birthday is on the 10th. You didn't need to know that. But Ben's birthday is tomorrow as of the as of the recording of this episode. But it was five days ago as of the release. As you're listening to this now if you heard it on the first day that it came out. So happy birthday, Ben. Um, so yeah, as we mentioned on the podcast when when heather was on we love playing games we have games nights with when our friends come around and one or two of our friends really don't like games at all like it's like you know when someone goes i don't like things that make people happy that 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 kind of attitude so last night we were playing this game it's this isn't a board game but we play this game called jackbox if you've ever heard of it you play it through the xbox um, and use your phone, uh, and you go into this website called Jackbox.tv, and then you put a code in, and then you play through your phone through the through the Xbox. It's a really good game. Loads of different versions of it. Uh, loads of different games you can play, and it's just really funny. Like it's really fun. So we played that last night, and then we finished off the night with uh, Articulate. I was with Ben, and. For some reason, we just kept getting the most ridiculous... Like, we'd get people would be the category. And then, um, so at one point, I was trying to explain to him who Denise Van Outen was. So I was like, okay, um, it's uh, she's a, a British female television personality, blonde hair. She's done some musical theatre. She's got a Dutch-sounding surname. Her name is made up of three words, and the middle word is like a car, but bigger. And Ben shouts out, 4x4. Oh, yeah, we've all heard of Denise 4x4 Outen. Great, cheers, Ben. And there was one point where I was trying to explain uh, channel. And (laughs) and my my clue was, they're on the TV, and you have one, two, three. And Ben goes, four? I was like... No, what? How is that specific to television? You have them on the telly, and you have one, two, three, and his immediate answer is, "Is it four? What was the other one?" So Ben was trying to explain to me Catherine of Aragon, and his his one and only clue. I I love Ben. You, obviously, you know I love Ben, but when it comes to playing articulate, I hope he doesn't listen to this. But he probably will, because he also is very supportive of the whole thing. 
he's got in his head, he's given me a fantastic clue here. This is a great clue. But he won't divulge any more information on it. And so I... Um, <laughs> He literally goes, so Catherine of Aragon was what the, was the person he was trying to explain to me. And his one and only clue, and he didn't provide any more words on this, was, I think she's one of Henry VIII's wives. And he didn't provide any more information. So then it was up to me to then go through Henry VIII's wives. Now, had I gone in chronological order, I would have got her straight away. My brain doesn't work like that. I decided to go in alphabetical order. <laughs> so I was like... Anne Boleyn, no. Anne of Cleves, no. Uh, Catherine Parr, Catherine Howard. And then I was like, Catherine of Aragon? So it took me some time to get that one. I get that this is sensationally boring content, but I've been given board games. Board games are fun to play. They're not fun to talk about. I do have a really good game. Uh, It was given to me for Secret Santa last year by my very good friend, Matt who is, he is the person who I think hates games more than anyone in the world. Literally, you go, oh, you're going to come around ours for a games night. I'll come round, but only if it's like drinks and chat. I'm not coming around if it's games. What is wrong with you? What, what, what's, what's the issue with games? You don't like fun? You don't like being happy? What's your issue, Matthew? But Matt got me this game called First Impressions, and it's a really good game. It's, I suppose, a little bit like Cards Against Humanity. You get one blue card, one red card, and essentially you get given a, a an action and a person. So you have to you have to act out that action, but as that person. So you might get um, Homer Simpson shopping for a car. And then so you have to be like, oh, I really hope I can buy this car. That's why I'm a podcaster and not an impressionist. It's mad, by the way, how when I'm given a topic to talk about, and it's like you have to talk about this for like 15 minutes or whatever, my mind literally scouring things to say will land on certain things. And right now where my brain has gone is... I think like it's it's mad how like in one place a game can be called one thing and in another place it's called something else. Like as far as I'm concerned, like in the UK we have Cluedo and in the USA they have Clue. I don't understand why the name has changed. It's a is it is it not a I thought it was a brand name, isn't it? I thought it was like it's like the name of a game. Someone created this game and they were going and and they must have gone Here's this game I've created, and here's the name of it. So why hasn't everyone just gone with that name? Whether it's the American version Clue, or whether it's the British version Cluedo. Like, I don't care, either way. But shouldn't there just be one version? The version that was originally invented by that person? Can we ask that person what they want it to be called? They're probably dead now. It's years old, isn't it, that game? Just a thought. Just a thought. And then you have... So in the UK, we have snakes and ladders. In the US, they have shoots and ladders. I don't know if any English people are going to enjoy this. I think shoots and ladders makes a hell of a lot more sense than snakes and ladders. Shoots, I think, it's essentially a tube, isn't it? 
So, obviously, you land on a square with a ladder, you go up the ladder to the next square, whatever. You land on a snake. What is it? The snake eats you and then shits you out? It's a lot easier if you just go, oh, yeah, he fell into this tube and now he's gone down this tube and he's fallen out onto this square. I think shoots and ladders makes more sense, but I'm obviously a lot more used to saying snakes and ladders because I'm English and that's what we play. But yeah, I'm very confused as to why my brain decided to go there when I was talking about board games. But that's the thing, though, is I get given these topics and it's like, I don't know it's my own fault because I created this whole concept, this whole thing that I have to do. When the when the when the topic wheel goes, you have to talk about this. My brain then goes, "Okay, I what on earth am I going to talk about?" And I might be talking about one thing, and my brain is still going. I once this is over in like two minutes because I've not got a huge amount of anecdotal dialogue on this. Once this is over, I'm going to have to talk about something else within the board game community. What's it going to be? So while my mouth is spewing some shit out. My brain, like right now, my mouth is just spewing this crap out that you're now listening to. And I really do apologize because it's honestly utter bollocks. My brain is going, we should be uh, wrapping up sometime soon, looking at the time elapsed on the the recording. So uh, we're going to be starting to bring it to an end in a minute. I feel like a pilot now. We'll be starting our steady descent into Heathrow Airport. Um, so yeah, board games. Sorry if I bored you with that. I'm not even 100% sure I finished what I was saying before. I don't even know what I was saying before. But let's end it there. Well, this might go down as one of the worst episodes in the history of this show. But it is what it is, and, uh... We move on. Next week, uh, which is Friday the 22nd, I'm going to be doing a Christmas special. I'm going to be creating a very special wheel um, with only Christmas-related things on. And uh, I'll be releasing that on Friday the 22nd whenever I get around to recording that. I nearly said filming again then, which is something that I do all the time. If you've got any comments, questions, topic suggestions, or if you just want to talk about any of the topics that I've ever talked about on this podcast, throw an anecdote my way. If you've got a funny little story or a completely boring story or an anecdote that you just want to put out into the ether, then send those to don'tknowwhatpod at gmail.com. If you click the link tree link in the description of the podcast then you can find me on all of my other adventures uh, the new linktree link is linktree.com forward slash don't know what pod this is it's it's all dedicated to the podcast now i have none of my personal stuff on there anymore but you can still get tickets to kinky boots if you're in the cheshire area in april uh get your tickets come and see me as charlie price in kb If you haven't already, then please do give me a five-star review on whichever podcasting app you're listening to this on. If you haven't already, then please subscribe to the podcast so that you can be notified every time I post. If you're unaware, I am on YouTube. It's on the Linktree link. Subscribe to that. Eventually, 
these will come in video format, so you'll be able to see me delivering the podcast as well as recording it. At the minute, the videos are just basically this recording with a fancy little picture on the screen of what I'm talking about. And finally, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Rest, enjoy, and just feel the love. Happy Friday. Join me next week when I could be talking about literally anything. Goodbye.